everyone. Welcome back to JCM Prepare the Way. My name is Carol. And I'm Mallory. And we are just so glad that you guys are tuning in. Mallory, I just want to say I'm so glad you're back because mm -hmm. yeah. we missed a week because you were sick. So are you feeling better? Yes, I am. This last year, I still have a little bit of cold. You can probably hear it. I actually got a cold on Sunday night, the stomach bug on Monday. So totally forgot about the cold. <laughs> and then it came back to bite me in the butt the rest of the week. But uh, man, this last year, I don't know if it, I don't know what it is, but my friends and I, but especially our family, we've just had so much sickness, which is very different with littles, but yeah, man, we've been able to make it through. So yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. So y'all, yeah. if you are tuning into our podcast every week, we skipped a week. I think yeah, it was the uh -huh. first week we skipped since we started. Wasn't it? Or was it? I think we've skipped maybe two oh. or three. Maybe it was our third one. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm having so much fun. I don't pay attention. Yeah. But anyway, um, but welcome back. So yeah, I'm glad thanks. to see that you're feeling better. But now your husband's sick. Right? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, oh. it's fine. He'll, he'll be better soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mal, I'm just so thankful Mallory's back. And she and I were talking um, this last week, week, this week, whatever. We just... We were kind of chatting just about wanting to have a conversation about community because mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about that and we haven't talked about it yet. And so that's what this podcast is about is community and how do you find community and the importance of community. And um, I know that some of you out there really struggle with that. Are you trying to find your people? And and um, we've all been there. I know I've been there and you've been there mm -hmm. and um, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know, God does want us in community. And so it is a desire of his heart. And so we know that if we pray for it, he will give us the desires of our heart because it's lined up with his will. So yeah. we hope you guys enjoy today's podcast. It's going to be pretty casual, mm -hmm. just more of a conversation. And, um, you know, I, I know that when we were talking about this, it made me think of back to my own journey. I remember the very, very first Bible study that I was part of. And, um, it was my very first Bible study as a new believer. And, you know, I, I know sometimes just in our search for community, you know, I just want to encourage someone out there. Sometimes you got to be really patient. Mm -hmm. You know, you might yeah. have to try on a few groups or a few mm -hmm. different community experiences before you find that one that really feels like that connection. And that was, that was the case with me. You know, I, I signed up for a Bible study through our church at the time. And our pastor really encouraged doing that, the importance of small groups and, and being in community with each other. And I joined this group of gals that were my age and, um, being new to everything. I just remember going in and you talk about feeling like a fish out of water as mm -hmm. a new believer. I mean, wow. I was asking them, I look back on some of the questions I asked and I'm like, oh my gosh, they probably thought I was crazy. But everybody, everybody was super nice, but I felt like, and we've talked about this before, I felt like truly they were speaking that Christianese, that totally mm -hmm. different language. And I, I just didn't know if I would fit and, um, and it was precious, great girls, but, um, you know, and I was in that group for a little while, but then I kind of was checking out other groups and I did finally end up with a group. This is when we lived in Atlanta mm -hmm. that, um, were my people. <coughs> and I, we just, we like, they, you know, they coined the phrase doing life together. That's truly what we did. Yeah. We, it was old, it was young and we shared heartaches. We shared 
celebrations. We talked deep things. We struggled through our faith together. We challenged each other. And it just was such, such a great group. And we really bonded and we really became that community. And Mm -hmm. I tell you, I look back on that fondly because um, they were instrumental with my faith. My sisters were always Mm -hmm. instrumental in my faith. I'm not talking about them at the moment, just other people. They were just instrumental in my faith Mm -hmm. in Atlanta at the time. And so so having community, it's mm-hmm. it's huge. It's good to have people to wrestle things out with yeah. and um, challenge you a bit and hold you accountable and, and mm-hmm. also just give you the hug when you need it yeah. and the celebrations when you need it. And all my kids at the time were super mm-hmm. duper little and, you know, four little, little ones. And um, so, yeah. So anyway, so that was mm-hmm. kind of just my little journey. But I really wanted to talk to Mallory because... I know for your age group mm-hmm. of being a millennial, you and I have shared before just, you know how that can be a real challenge today, today especially, mm-hmm. where everybody's yeah. very social media driven and, and um, kind of withdrawn into that and what it's mm-hmm. like for you to find community today. That was my little tidbit, but mm-hmm. what is it like for you today to try to find community and what, is that, what does that word even mean mm-hmm. to you? What does the whole picture mean to you? Yeah, I think that's so good. And it is different. I will say now that I am a mom, it's much different than before. And I liked what you said too, just to be patient until you find, you know, Mm -hmm. just talking about, yeah, just being patient until you find the right community. Because, you know, for my husband and I, well, I was sick for a while. And so I just didn't honestly even have the energy to go out and find friends. And then we got married and then and then I was still sick, and then we moved into the mountains pretty far <laughs> from young people, and it wasn't really until we had kids that we were really able to find community, and we prayed every night for almost two years for community. Like, we had this prayer every night, like, Lord, just bring community into our lives, and God had totally blessed us with it, because before, um, even when we were just dating and then married, we'd join groups, but I think before you're married and then especially having kids there's, there just wasn't commitment in groups. You know, we'd go to these church groups, but people would be so in and out. There weren't, you know, people just in that different stage in that singleness, um, not always, but I think in the younger crowd, sometimes it's sometimes harder because there is that next best thing or that, Mm -hmm. you know, and it really wasn't until motherhood that I found it. I actually, um, joined mops. It's called moms of preschoolers. If you are a mom, go join mops. If you have moms of little ones, it is amazing place for community mentors, fun. It's like just fun. You get to drop your kids off, but, um, they have that, I think in most States, I know it started Mm -hmm. here in Colorado, but, um, so I joined mops right away when I had my first little one. And in the breakfast line, my first day there, I ran into a friend from high school that I hadn't talked to since high school. And we just connected right away so quickly. She had kids. Um, she already had two kids. And I didn't even know what was going on in her life because she wasn't on social media. Mm-hmm. And she's now a believer. We both weren't really believers in high school. And man, from there, we just became super close friends. And then um, kind of started a little group. And now we meet, the moms meet on Fridays and we do a Bible study. And then most everyone in that group, we do a life group with the couples in that group. And just, I mean, it's always been the desire of my heart to have a group of friends. I've had really consistent over the years, just Mm -hmm. like 
single friendships that we'll meet individually um, that have been amazing, faithful friends. But to have a group chat and mm-hmm. to meet as a group and not just one-on-one and things are just a little bit easier and man, but yeah, like you were saying, just people that you get to do life with and ask mm-hmm. about potty training. I feel like <laughs> in the mother and the motherhood phase for me, it's just been so much easier. I think it was so much harder in that season before, but yeah, God has been so faithful, but it took a while because we went a long time without community when my husband and I weren't in together. And then mm-hmm. now that we are and um, yeah, but just people who everyone in our group is really different and bring around a lot of strengths. One girl is total evangelist. Another girl is a yes girl to crazy things that the Lord puts mm-hmm. on her heart. And it really is that. Is that you? No, no, no. It's my other friend. She does foster care and oh, it's wild. Like, yeah, very, just, just people kidding. who, no, um, I hope so. But yeah, just people who really encourage me and admonish me and call me out and that mm-hmm. ironing, sharpening iron and that I get to laugh with, you know, and, um, but it's been a long journey and it was hard in that single years though, I will mm-hmm. say, but, um, God was faithful to bring about friendship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when I moved to Colorado, um, because I was in such a rhythm with mm-hmm. small groups and connection and community and it, and our last, we were in Atlanta about 12 years. And I think the last half of those years I was working, um, uh, in ministry. And so I've gotten, I got used to being connected in ministry. I wasn't in ministry before, but, um, I remember coming to Colorado and instantly I wanted to have that connection. We were having a really mm-hmm. hard time finding a church, so it wasn't coming yeah. through that. But um, I met some gal somewhere and she was telling me about community Bible study. So CBS, oh, which yeah. of course is out, you know, a lot of places as well. And I remember going <laughs> there with my little kids in tow because they provided um, babysitting yeah. during the time, <laughs> which was a bonus. Um, and that's where I met a number of different gals too, mm-hmm. a couple of which were in my neighborhood. So that was kind mm-hmm. of fun. Um, and then it was through an exercise class that I took cause I was just committed. I think when you get used to being in community and then you're mm-hmm. not, yeah. I was committed to finding community. So I signed up for at the rec center for this outdoor workout class where she would take us out into well, <laughs> out the Elk Meadow, which is, you know, and she would do all these things out there, but I, and I was not in the shape for it because I just had the twins not long ago. And oh, gosh. I know, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to sign up for three months and I'm going to do this class. I'm going to meet people uh-huh. because I was desperate to meet people. Mm-hmm. And um, of course the gal, Karen, who mm-hmm. ran that class is the Karen that's oh, now yeah. part of Jeremiah's <laughs> Call Ministries. About, yeah. But uh-huh. Karen is the one, she uh, would take us out on all these um, really difficult challenges because she's incredibly fit um, out into this, you know, Colorado mm-hmm. terrain. And, but it was there that I met another group of friends. Um, and it was through Karen who invited me to a Bible study um, at her house that mm-hmm. she was starting. And 16 years later, yeah, there, this group of us is still together. Wow. So that's community, amazing. it can be found, but it sometimes it does take effort on our part to look in mm-hmm. some of the unexpected places. It's not always going to be found in church, I don't think. Um, I found it through CBS, and then after that, I found it through this workout class because mm-hmm. I was just craving to meet people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think you know that's a good point too. I'm just thinking about 
whatever stage of life you're in, we're talking about our stages of motherhood, mm-hmm. but whatever stage you're in, where people that are in that same stage of life and um sometimes you want variety as well but you know churches do have why is that so I'm funny laughing because I totally forgot when I came here too I joined a hiking club oh yeah <laughs> and uh, I think the next person um close to my age was probably 40 years older oh. <laughs> on several hikes with these (laughs) old people but they were the best but it's Mm -hmm. like even they had community they had a hiking club together yeah and they were all easily you know 70 years plus Mm -hmm. without there just going on these hikes and so anyway thinking of different age groups it made me totally think about I forgot about it but that's a good point too and it doesn't have to be perfect you know Mm -hmm. I think along my way of trying to find community I would hang out with people that they weren't my best friend or those lifelong yeah. people that you totally made that connection with or in the same season. But, you know, God provides those people as well. Mm-hmm. And in those times, just keep putting yourself out there and keep doing it because I think God blesses you. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Keep meeting with people because sometimes it is hard. Like, I heard a good yeah. thing once. Uh-huh. You know, the Holy Spirit can work with a moving car. You yeah. know, but if oh you're parked, gosh, yeah, you, it, how can the Holy Spirit steer you if you're constantly parked? Mm-hmm. But if you're moving, the Holy Spirit can steer you. Yeah. And so it may take a little bit longer to get to the place you want to get to, but, but at least you're moving. Uh-huh. Like you just said, you, that was a perfect thing that you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at least trying different things and he can steer that. Yeah. But if we're sitting at home twiddling our thumbs, yeah. it's a little harder to steer. Or waiting for that perfect connection because I remember when I joined Youth with a Mission, I just instantly became friends with so many people in just a few days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really, I mean, that's a certain environment, you know, where everybody's pursuing the same thing. But um, so coming from that environment, when I moved back to Colorado, I didn't have those instant click, oh my gosh, I feel like a kindred soul with this person. <laughs> And, you know, I started some Bible studies and met up with some people. And like I said, they didn't feel like they were like my people that I wanted to do life with. But I felt like God, you know, still even me on the other end, like I want to invest into these people and not just being self-centered and thinking of what I need, but what do the people around me need? And, um, yeah, just still meeting up with people Mm -hmm. and and being with them. And and then it did. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it literally was like it just kind of felt like striving and going out to another dinner that maybe I just didn't want to, you know, and kind of having to feel like I have to put on this face and be someone and kind of strive for a conversation. But then, man, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Once I met my friend Kristen and then things just happened so quickly and it was amazing. It was like, Mm -hmm. God just blessed all of that work that I did Mm -hmm. because sometimes it can be work. Yeah. I remember, um, we were checking out a church. We still hadn't mm-hmm. found a church yet, but we were sitting in this church service and they did an announcement for a women's retreat and mm-hmm. it was in Colorado Springs. And okay. I did not know one soul. Mm-hmm. I did not nothing. And mm-hmm. I went back and I signed up for the retreat because I'm not afraid to go yeah. do things by myself. Yeah, I'm not either. Yeah. Not everyone is like that. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. But I met so many wonderful women mm-hmm. on that retreat. And so it is. It's just putting yourself out there. But I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking of your generation, I know you found your groups and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Is it hard to, in your generation, to find the connection in person mm-hmm. and, and, and find people that will faithfully meet in person 
or because you know you've said it before too we're kind of a microwave culture right now yeah so what do you find in um, or what kind of advice could you give someone your age or well even my age too I guess but Mm -hmm. what kind of advice would you give someone who's right now we're used to soundbite theology it's got to be two minutes or under it's got to be a quick you know post on Instagram and there's my you know Mm -hmm. word for the day or whatever what would you what is there any advice you could give Mm -hmm someone who's looking for community or maybe they're in community now Mm -hmm. and it is that it's that soundbite thing and they're they're struggling with trying to keep attention with people or just to keep consistency is there any food for Mm -hmm. thought you'd have on that yeah I actually did just have one thought one of my closest friends a little bit ago was telling me that she (laughs) she says that she doesn't have so many friends where she lives right now and then I saw this picture of her on Instagram it was with all these girls and they're just having this great time and she's like and it was posted, she was tagged in it. And I'm like, you look like you're having a great time. And she's like, I don't even know these girls. <laughs> and it just makes, and then Perception. she's like, yeah, pers- mm-hmm. and, and she said too, these girls don't even know each other that well. And just what that uh-huh. was communicated on Instagram of this picture that she was tagged on Facebook or whatever, you know, it's like, man, that is such a deception. And, mm-hmm. you know, on Instagram or Facebook, people can look like they have 10 BFFs that they do life together. Mm-hmm. And they're always out for coffee and doing these things. And this is what friendship looks like. But, you know, it's just, that's not really the reality. And I've even found too, man, just a few solid friendships. I don't even post online anymore mm-hmm. about, you know, <clears throat> anything like that. But um, yeah. So do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, I think for I guess for any of us, if we're going to commit to a group um, and we're really going to dig in and mm-hmm. commit, like it's sacrifice. And yeah. um, when when we really committed in Atlanta, um, at this point I was working at this mega church and the pastor there uh, really wanted everybody to be either in a group or leading a group. And so we did both. And Um, But the thing that he stressed that stuck with me even all these years is he says, if you're going to commit to a small group, then commit. He Mm -hmm. said, because it's an investment in your spiritual walk. He said, so you can't, you know, if if you know that you're going to have things on Tuesday night at seven o'clock, guess what? You're not going to go to them because your small group needs to be priority. And he and he communicated it. Uh, much more thorough than what I'm saying now. He he really cast a vision for what that looked like, and I did, and and that's how I've always tried to approach small groups since. Yeah. And um, I've had my times where um, I've had my seasons where maybe I've pulled away to be mm-hmm. with the Lord, um, go into the wilderness for a while to hear Him better or whatever. But more times than not, I made the effort to get the babysitter. I made the effort to set things up. I, I moved mountains to get to Mm -hmm. small group. And sometimes it was not convenient. Sometimes it was hard. Um, it just felt like, I don't want to go tonight, you know, Mm -hmm. but I made that effort. And I think for any of us, especially when you were just mentioned social media and the perception that's out there that everybody's got a gazillion friends and Mm -hmm. everybody's got all these best friends and everybody's out there doing the most glamorous, wonderful things and living this incredible life. And, oh my gosh, my coffee had a heart on it, you know, or whatever, (laughs) you know, the reality is so different because Mm -hmm. when people get together, the reality sets in and then people share their hearts. And so my encouragement to anybody out there, I guess, would be commit. And if you commit, Mm -hmm. commit, 
and yeah. and really stay the course. It is a sacrifice. It is going to cost you that movie or that show that you always watch on Tuesday nights, yeah. or it's going to mm-hmm. cost you a night that you're not doing dinner with your family. But if you're not one of those that goes out to dinner all the time, and you're if you're always with your family, it's okay to go away for a night like I did and and invest in my spiritual yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. And um, and so just think through that. I mean, that's just my mm-hmm. little two cents based on what you yeah. asked me. I think that's so good. And I think that key word, sacrifice, you know, anything that's worthwhile in life and good is really going to cost you. And, you know, too, and I'm even thinking in my life, you know, I'm married and I'm so grateful for that. And that's such a huge relationship of mine, obviously, but there are parts of my life that my husband can't fill. And so, mm-hmm. and he knows that too. And I know that for him as well. And so I encourage him to go hang out with his friends and he, I'll watch the kids and then vice versa. And he knows that that's a really important thing. So yeah, I'm just really grateful for that. But I did think of something on that note too. You know, I think that everyone out there we're looking for faithful for quality friendships and I think sometimes in our search for good friendships we also need to take inventory on ourselves as well are we good and faithful friends to others Mm -hmm. and you know are we someone who goes above and beyond to serve others too and and I think I may have said this before but not just the people who are easy to be faithful friends to maybe those people who just really need a friend. And sometimes we can be just very self-centered. I know that I have been a lot in my search for community and, you know, concerned about our community circle and looking for those who can fill us up. But, you know, what about the person out there? And I've had those times too, that I've been that person who are lonely and needs a friend. And, you know, maybe if you're in a time of searching for friendships or, or maybe you're not, you know, you are in a good friend group, maybe just find someone who they might not be your best friend at the time. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, it might not be that instant connection, but it is someone that you can love on and see and know and love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're not receiving this in return, because I know that I went through a long season of that and the Lord convicted me, I need to go be that for someone else. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for people to pour into me, to love me. And it just became kind of self-centered and this might not be for everyone, but, um, yeah, find that person to go love on. You know, I have talked about um, being sick a little bit, but when I was sick, well, during this time, I was in this great environment of YWAM and found these really great friends. But then I came home and just really didn't have a lot of people around me. I had my family, praise God, they're amazing. And my sister and my mom and dad and stuff. But besides that, um, I had friends who didn't even return my phone call. Like I was in the pits, like it just felt like, so much darkness I felt like I needed so much prayer so much encouragement just people to listen to me and love on me and just really needed true friends and it really was so hard to like literally not have friends call me back and during that time it was really hard but then the Lord also convicted me too of people that I've also hurt Mm -hmm. and haven't been that good friend too and so that's just why I'm bringing that up I had one friend in particular that I mean I just really had to message and repent to like I was not a good friend to you and so just a reminder just to do a self-examination of who we are as a friend sometimes we can get you know a lot of fear of man what do people think about me how do people perceive me but man just changing that narrative around what kind of friend do we want to be and Mm -hmm. I think that we will be really blessed in return Mm -hmm. from that that's that's so good, so well said. I um, I was sitting there thinking of even my own patterns back, you know, 
that God's always, you know, he's always working on us. We're mm-hmm. all a work in progress. And I, I've been a taker friend before, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be a giver friend. And mm-hmm. I think that is such a big shift when it starts to happen and it takes time. It's not like, yeah. you know, okay, I'm going to be a giver friend tomorrow, you yeah. know, <laughs> and then, but it just takes mm-hmm. time. And it started with my home. It started with me doing that to my husband. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I would make, you know, <laughs> I would like, he works from home. So like I would make this delicious salad. This is years ago, everybody. So it's not recent, but I would like make this delicious salad, you know, for myself for lunch. Cause he's on these calls and he'd come out of his office when I'm right about to eat it. And he'd say, <laughs> oh, is that for me? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he'd take the salad and I would turn around like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just <laughs> ate my salad, you know. Uh-huh. But then I'd have to make another one. So uh-huh. it's so God always, I think, sometimes trains us up in our home first. Yes. Uh-huh. How can we be, be more of what you are explaining mm-hmm. to the people closest to us than take it out? Um, mm-hmm. But I want to, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think sometimes we require a lot from our friendships mm-hmm. and who our friends are to us, but sometimes we don't always require that in return like oh that wasn't that big of a deal because they weren't that close of a friend or but then other things can really wound us that I would never do that but yeah yeah so just a self-examination yeah 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 for sure I mean golly I look back like I'm sure I've wounded people and people wounded me yeah you know Mm -hmm. and I wanted to say something about your you what you were saying there too is just um you know when you're in a group I think you know this Last year, um, this group that I've been in for 16 years, we lost two people really close to us. Um, one was one of the girls in our group, mm-hmm. who's my age, and the other was one of the girls' husbands, and mm-hmm. they died within four weeks of each other. Wow. So it was really tragic. It was a very difficult season for our group. But can I just tell you, having that kind of community in, mm-hmm. um, in a season like that was beautiful because it is so Jesus Mm -hmm. and that's the bottom line of what the groups are trying to get to it's Mm -hmm. like being that community that is the love of Jesus and um and the hands and feet of Jesus Mm -hmm. and everybody in the group with their different giftings and different capabilities and different promptings of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. ministered in different ways to Mm -hmm. our friends and their spouses and um and so it is, it's just when you say do life together, yeah. sometimes life is that. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're all of a sudden, you can't believe you're walking into the a funeral of a mm. good friend you were just meeting in Bible study with yeah. six days prior, mm-hmm. you know? Wow. And so it's, it is, it's so, so take community seriously when you are yeah. in community, you know, it's okay to be different and think different from each other. It's okay yeah. to wrestle through scripture it's okay to you're not no one's marriage is perfect no one's kids are perfect Mm -hmm. no one's nothing is perfect and if you can just get into relationships that feel real and Mm -hmm. feel loving you know you come to love all those differences and appreciate them in each other and so there is no perfect group there is no perfect anything um but I think everything you said is just so spot on um, and just about, you know, making sure that we're giving mm-hmm. into that at, instead of just always wanting to receive, mm-hmm. you know. 
Yeah, that is so beautiful with your group too. And just that, I mean, that's what everyone desires and um, just to have those people that are there for them when hard things happen. It actually makes me think of my faith journey because that's what I desired where Mm -hmm. people like that. And it's actually what part of what drew me to Christ was actually this dissatisfaction that I had with my community at the time. I started myself with people who were great. And I think they ended up being really great people. I haven't really kept in touch, but you know, they just didn't have Jesus in their lives. And you know, they were kind of more of this party crowd. This is back in college for me. Um, and our relationships were just so shallow. They weren't vulnerable. We didn't really know each other that well. I never felt like, you know, none of my friends were like, I got your back or I love you or I see you. You know, it was just like I said, just kind of shallow relationships. And I had so many moments during that time where I was in college where I would look at the conversations and the relationships, <laughs> the dogs are running around in my life that I, and I had that I had with these friends at the time and think really like, is this really all that there is to life? I had a lot of these moments and I really was craving such depth from people who gave me life and people who really valued me and longed to know me and then people who were for me and so it was actually crazy enough this dissatisfaction that drew me to Christ mm-hmm. because I just I'm like what is more to life and mm-hmm. um you know I've heard this quote I wonder if you've heard this so many times in church and this quote might sound familiar to you guys but it goes something like this it says show me five of your closest friends and I'll show you your next five years have you heard mm-hmm. that quote Mm-mm. but it's basically implying that whoever you surround yourself that's who you'll become like. And mm-hmm. the Bible even backs this statement up. We actually find in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Mm-hmm. And so that's even saying too, you can be in your Bible. You can be loving Jesus. If you are in bad company, that corrupts it. Do mm-hmm. not be deceived. Mm-hmm. And I've actually seen um, this happen in a lot of people's lives, people who um, specifically in YWAM, you know, that were on fire and loved Jesus and, and then I see on social media that they're no longer, you know, cause we're in different States and some yeah. of us catch up, but, um, they're no longer following the Lord. And what I saw through these people was a change in their friendships and these mm. new friend groups that they chose. They no longer had this biblical worldview. They're actually challenging God and, and, um, just non-biblical worldviews. And so, you know, you just saw slowly, but surely, um, through communication or things that I would see that these friends of mine, they just kind of adopted these mindsets. They became the people that they surrounded themselves with. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad because I just think every time, man, if they just went back home and they got in that life group or they found that group of friends. And I think that a lot of people are actually turning away from the Lord because they don't find that community yeah. because they don't have that. There's so much security and safety mm-hmm. in a community of people that love Jesus are admonishing you, calling you mm-hmm. higher, loving you, speaking the promises of God over your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And so hold out, you know, if you're in that place where I'm, you're like, I just need some friends. I'm just going to surround myself with these people. And I'm not talking about discipleship. That's a whole different mm-hmm. thing because we need to pour into people. But, um, if those are your people, look at the people who are around you. Are mm-hmm. they Christ followers? Are they rooted in the word of God? Do they just make you feel good or mm-hmm. maybe just say good things? Be wary of lukewarm Christianity. Mm-hmm. You might say, all oh, my friends around me are Christian, but do they really act like it? You know, I think that it's just really it's something that we need to be intentional about. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen by chance. And 
even the Bible, it warns us many times about who we surround ourselves with. It's all over the Bible. And, um, there's actually a lot of instruction about how to choose our friends. And is it okay if I just read off some verses here? Oh yeah, go for it. So Proverbs 13, 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Mm. And so, yeah, um, first Corinthians five eleven says, but now I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of a brother. If he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. Mm -hmm. And so that makes me think of people who, again, they say that they're Christians, but, and it's okay if people are struggling with this, but are they willing to, to repent, to change their life around or, you know, are their bad habits having a bad impact on you? Proverbs 22, verse 22, 24 through 25 says, make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his way and entangle yourself in a snare. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are pretty intense warnings here. Verses. And then I like this one of just who to surround yourself with. And this kind of goes with mentorship and, and, and people that you really trust and who are, um, God fearing. This one is Proverbs eleven fourteen, where there is no guidance a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, mm. there is safety. And that's that safety that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. If again, if those people, I'm just thinking of this one person in particular, it is so heartbreaking. I'm thinking if he surrounded himself with those people, mm -hmm. this would not have happened. This would not have been the trajectory of his life. Yeah. And so this is a good place for you guys just to ask yourself, ask us, you know, who are you surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with? This is not something just to give to chance or, you know, oh, well, I just really like spending time with them. They make me feel good or, you know, I'm just mm -hmm. lonely right now. So that's just a little reminder. Oh, no, that, that was excellent. Those verses are challenging, yeah. you know, because mm -hmm. literally in a feel-good culture, those yes. are ouch verses, you yeah. know, uh -huh. especially the one where, you know, not to even eat with such a one, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. from 1 Corinthians 5.11. It is. It's really very sobering. And so, I, you know, those are great points you made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I guess let's just start wrapping this up. But I'd love to ask you, Carol, what would you think for our listeners, you know, someone who's in that place that's looking for a community and maybe a saying out there, mm -hmm. well, you don't you don't know what town I live in. You don't know the people mm -hmm. that I've I've gone to so many churches or mm -hmm. I don't know. What would be your encouragement for someone out there who is looking for community? Well, I think here's a few ideas just because I've probably done them. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely your church, if you're connect, if you're connected into a church, there's a lot of people that aren't in church right now. So, but if you are, um, definitely check to see if there is a connection with small groups and maybe you've done that and it just didn't work out. So you need plan B. Mm -hmm. So plan B could be if you have relationships with other Christians who maybe they don't go to your church or you're all kind of in the same boat. Sorry about my dogs there, but um, but maybe you all can get together. Like if you know other Christians, you're at different churches, but maybe you're all looking for the same thing. Maybe you can mm -hmm. try that. You know, one of my sisters just moved to a small town in Ohio, moving from Columbus. And um, she met some gal just out in the neighborhood. I think she was on a walk or something, and the mm -hmm. gal was a Christian. So my sister just took it upon herself and... Uh, she just said, hey, you know, would you like to do a Bible study together? Mm -hmm. And so my sister started a Bible study. Mm -hmm. And so, and she's not like, you know, there's some people that are overly social and things like that. She's not like that. She's definitely, you know, can hold her own and talk mm -hmm. to people and all of that. But 
you know, she went out on a limb and yeah. she started a Bible study and it's not like it's a huge crowd. It's a few of them. And that's my other encouragement. Don't think that you have to be part of a community group that's like 10 people or 20 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine to be with three or four. That's mm-hmm. community. Yeah. And so don't get caught up in numbers. Um, or like me, when I moved to Colorado, you know, I joined CBS. If there's and, and I wasn't super familiar with CBS because we had such great small groups in my church back home, but I enjoyed it. It wasn't, um, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the community life I was looking for, but it was a good start yeah. and it helped mm-hmm. me meet people. So, so just keep the end in mind. You may be doing something that's not where you want to be initially, yeah. but it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Kind of like I, I was doing CBS and then I joined the exercise group out Mm -hmm. you know the outdoor thing for Colorado and met Karen who you know we'll all be doing a podcast we're gonna be doing a podcast with Karen actually because Mm -hmm. she became so instrumental for us young moms in parenting Mm -hmm. biblical womanhood all kinds of things and so but again it was so it's another step in the right direction the exercise class wasn't the community but it led to the community Mm -hmm. um you know, the, and again, the hiking group, or like when I signed up to go on that retreat by myself, when I was going to go to Israel, I remember I was like, I knew my husband didn't, couldn't and didn't want to go to Israel at the time that I did. I felt really called to go. And I said, hey, do you, not that I want any of you to go to Israel by yourself, but I'm just saying, I, you know, I was presented it to him. Hey, you know, I, I'd like to go to Israel. I feel like I'm supposed to be on this specific trip. And mm-hmm. He like looked at me like, well, um, okay. And then a few friends ended up going, but I was perfectly content going, meeting people. Um, there's so many places you can go just to meet people. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't have to look perfect at the start. God's got his people everywhere. And there are people just like you looking for the same thing. And so you may go to something. It could be a knitting group. It could mm-hmm. be... A, a, ba- a cooking class mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you meet another believer and it's you know how you guys know how it goes you meet another believer and it's mm-hmm. like ah, yeah. I feel like I've met a family member you know yeah. it's an instant connection and next thing you know you're having coffee mm-hmm. next thing you know let me introduce you to my friend and yeah and so it, it can be a whole host of different things no matter how old you are mm-hmm. whether you're young and looking into mops whether you're older and doing something different but let me also encourage to those of you who are seasoned out there you know what's stopping you from open up your doors opening up your home mm-hmm. and inviting a few people over especially if they're young believers and they need to learn the word and you know the word mm-hmm. invite a few people over to your house say i'd like to just teach you the bible you know there's nothing stopping us from doing something simple like that it doesn't have to be so rigid or formatted or a book just take someone through the Bible or just be someone's friend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't take much. So those are just some of my encouragements to all of you out there. Um, And I, and I also just want to say one more thing. I know this is running long, but um, when you are in a group, like we've been in a group for 16 years. And the thing that I want to say is, you know, you, (laughs) I don't know if you heard the squeaky toy in the back. Anyway, they probably um, can't hear it. But they, I think they the get dog. so excited when we do a podcast. <laughs> anyway, and they love it when Mallory comes over. They about attack her. It's so funny. Well, not it's funny. hilarious. It's, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I really get not funny. Every time. It's so funny. <laughs> not funny. They're goldens. They're <laughs> safe. But anyway, um, what was I even saying? 
Oh, you know, give each other grace when you are growing in the faith together, because some of you in your group might grow at different times, at different yeah, levels. And and it's okay. And not everybody's going to be the same pace or do this, believe the same things at the same yeah. time. Some might venture over here or over there. And and just, just give each other grace in that um, if you've been in a group for a while and just try to love each other and mm-hmm. be there for each other through it. And anyway, so that was my long-winded yeah. answer. Yeah. yeah, I think that's so good. There were so many good things that you said, but just a few of them. One, you said join a knitting club or uh, something, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, because like Lori from JCM, uh-huh. she's part of a crochet group at church uh-huh. with all these older gals, and they uh-huh. make blankets. They pray over every blanket oh as they're wow. knitting, and then they talk about stuff too. Yeah. But then when people are in need or going to the hospital or have a new baby or whatever, people can go to the church uh-huh. and grab one of the blankets and wow. they're already blessed and everything else mm-hmm. isn't that fun yeah i think that is so cool and with that you know then she's finding people that are you're finding people find your hop what's a hobby that you have and then go meet people and then you already have and then if they're a christian you've got two things in common yeah instead of just kind of pulling for pulling from the air just trying to yeah. find something that you have a connection with um there's prayer yeah. walks people go on prayer walks yeah there's all kinds of stuff yeah, I think that's a good point. And then even what you said to the older women, too, of just finding people who need to know the Bible. You know, there are mm-hmm. so many young people out there who just, they won't ask for it, but they do want a mentor. They want someone just to come around to come around them. And, you know, you might be worried about, I guess on both ends, I feel like both ends can just be kind of insecure. Well, maybe they don't want to, but I feel like there really are so many lonely people out in the world just waiting for someone to reach out to them to do that so if you feel like that lonely person or even not reach out to those people and and you make the first step that's huge i i I don't know if i ever told you this there's a person at the um checkout he works Mm -hmm. the checkout the self-checkout at the grocery Mm -hmm. and um but anyway and he's he's um an atheist but it doesn't matter um he's learned a lot about Jesus, (laughs) but long story short, um, I just said, you know, do you ever want to go grab coffee? And I asked my husband and stuff too, to go. And, um, anyway, in the coffee, he was so excited to go. We Mm -hmm. went to a coffee shop and he said the biggest, um, I said, what do you struggle with the most? And he said, loneliness. Hmm. And he's in his twenties. And he well, struggles yeah. with loneliness. And there's you, you hit the nail on the head. There's so many lonely, lonely people out there right now. Mm-hmm. And so goes back to your statement of be a friend. Yeah. You know, you go instead of expecting something, go and be that something to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And one last thing I wanted to say, too, in such a digital age where we feel like we're friends, we're friends on Facebook or we see their lives, it can just be a really false sense of, friendship as well and especially post-covid um i know a lot of people are now going back out and so not a lot of people are isolated but just an encouragement this is from hebrews 10 24 25 i like this verse a lot on community it says and let us consider how we how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds and that verse right there is just another reminder we're the ones not wait for someone else to spur us on you be the one to go spur each other on toward love and good deeds and then it says, verse 25, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Maybe they had a little COVID thing during mm-hmm. that time, <laughs> during that verse. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And again, encourage people and meet together and um, 
I do have friends that I do. There's this app called Marco Polo where you can oh, send yeah. videos back I do and it with forth. My sister. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I have a friend who we've been done it in a while. Yeah, we should do it again. Yeah, yeah. We were it, we were living in the same town together, just in different lifestyles. But then, um, or she was living a little bit further than me, and so we didn't get to hang out too much. But then. She moved away, and um, we just started Marco Poloing, and our friendship has become so close from Marco nice. Poloing. So there is that aspect, but also that wasn't my point. My point was the opposite to meet <laughs> together because I'm at the first set. But that's okay. There's many ways to meet, but I think sometimes it can be so much more digital, mm-hmm. um, and so just having those friendships that are that's there, true. that are close, that you can go over to their house and meet in person because that's important. Yeah, well, thanks, you guys, so much. And thanks for sharing that, Mallory, and for, you know, bringing up this topic. And um, we know it's not like all of our podcasts. I mean, we could probably talk for hours on just one little topic. (laughs) We try to cram so much into a short amount of time. So it's not an exhaustive look at community, Mm -hmm. but it maybe gets you thinking about some things. And so um, we just encourage you and bless you in the journey. And, um, And don't give up just stay the course. And if you haven't found what you're looking for yet, just keep Mm -hmm. staying at it. If you have found what you're looking for, God bless you in it and cherish that time and cherish those Mm -hmm. friendships. And if you've um, discovered that you're in a season where maybe some of your friends have passed on or moved on, maybe start something. So we just want to encourage you in the whole journey and be blessed. And we love you guys out there. And if you ever need us or just want to have us pray for you or any comments or suggestions on anything you'd like us to talk about, please shoot us an email, preparetheway at jcmcolorado.com. Take care. (music) 